from Buenos Aires, Argentina. I'm Paige Nichols. I'm Caroline McCann. And this is Bad Information, a love letter to the country that drives us mad. mad. We're back, bitches. <gasps> We're Season back. Two. Like, I don't even know what a lifetime has How passed. How did this happen? <sighs> I've missed you. I missed you. I mean, you. I see you literally 12 times a week, but I just like missed this space. Yeah. I just missed this little moment for us to just... Therapize. I've been waiting for this moment. Back streets, back. <laughs> All right. I mean, like, we have so many musical interludes that we could just include. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, we're, like, we're just easing back in. We're getting into our groove. We're chilling. How we're, have you been? I mean, how much time you got? Yeah. It's been chaotic energy. 20, 2019, not sad to say it's gone. Right. Happy we tucked it and put it to bed. Um, obviously, we did some great stuff. But now I'm just like, I mean, ready to sweat through into 2020. Yeah. Like 2019, my word was like abundance. And I just ended the year being like, I'm abundantly like depressed right now. <laughs> like I really like I, I couldn't find the abundance factor, but I actually feel like it's coming in 2020. Yeah. It just took its time. It's in true Argentine fashion. <laughs> like it just, sorry, and it's like, like, like I love, it took me so long to understand that when people say like, ahora voy. It doesn't mean like I'm going right now. It means like I'm gonna go the whole much con- later. The whole concept of like ahora, like I, I, I've, I've adopted it too, yeah. and I like I I say it and I don't even know what I mean. Me neither. <laughs> I'll be like, si ahora te mando eso por mail. I'm like, right. it could be today, it could be or Thursday, it could be next year, or the famoso después. <sighs> después te mando. Después vemos. Después but lo charlamos. Really, in general, just like los tiempos in general, like bueno voy para allá al mediodía. I'm like, so 12 noon? 12 15. Or 3 p.m. Because let's be honest, (laughs) mediodia. 2 30 is still mediodia. Because it's like Sundays here, people like stay in their caves until 3 p.m. And then they all just like emerge. And you're like, I already had breakfast and lunch and I'm ready to go into snack time because, but they're like just recién almorzando at 3 o'clock. I got to admit, I'm kind of in that rhythm. You are though. You've like fully argified in the way of like, I love it. You I drink like, mate. Like, I'm really good at making mate now. Of course you are. Like, I, I have this put, little like, mix polio. Do you make... Do, do Sherba kuchana. Oh. Yeah, so do you put like... Here, I'm going to slurp on one right now. Oh, my God. ASMR. You can't hear it. Uh, <laughs> Get like, a little jolt on this hot day. Oh, God. I mean, well, that's also a thing. I mean, so it's... January took forever. January was eternal. We were talking about this with Pablo, our little audio babe. Oh, we, well, yeah, we're because we've got new digs. We got new digs. Let's, we just dove let's right give in. Give an forgot, update. Yeah, what? Like, let's let's. We so are just, season one. Let's just give a shout out to Santi Sorias and Diego Saloto, who literally you, just like dropped everything and made our podcast happen in a mono ambiente. In a mono ambiente, like armando like una mesa, like armando un estudio in a mono ambiente, it was, like. Very like, hats off, like kudos. Thanks, booze. Um, so, and then like people were actually listened. And so we got to kind of upgrade. And now we're with Pablo in this sweet studio. I, I literally feel like I'm in a palace <laughs> with oriental rugs. I feel like I'm in Shangri-La or like some cool studio where like Harry Styles is going to walk in and Gucci and then we're to like make out. But that's Ooh. another fantasy moment. But there's like so many cables and wires and like and there's a drum kit that I just really can't wait to it's rock. It's calling out your on. name. I yeah. think I think that the goal for this season is get you on that kit Definitely. and just bang away. Definitely. And like I'll just play a little tiny maraca. It's yeah. so tiny. More cowbell. So much cowbell. So 
so that, so now we're coming at you hot from Villa Crespo and, but yeah, January was eternal and, uh, it was very productive. My word of last year was activate and I think I've flipping activated, but now I'm, now I'm in the abundance mode. I'm ready to just be abundantly sweaty Yeah, because it's summer. I'm going to have abundant canceled plans because it's too hot to leave the house. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Like I, the other day I had a meeting. I chose the time three 30 in Palermo. And I was like, that was probably the worst decision I've ever made. Cause like you're walking outside at the hottest time of day. Yeah. And I got there and I'm also a speed walker because obviously we're from the U S and um, move. I'm gay. <laughs> and I sped walked my little booty to this meeting and I, the minute I stopped walking and I got to the door, it was just like, that's when the sweat, that's when it just drips, kicks the in the boob, like the butt crack, the under boob, the under butt. It's just criminal. Like, criminal, criminal, I don't know that song. I'm not cool enough. But uh, So let's go back, like, even before Enedo, though. Like, let's go back to the holidays. How? How? Which starts in October and goes until... It's February and I'm still saying Feliz Año to people I haven't. I know and I can tell that it's it's wrong because like I'm saying it to people that I haven't seen since the new year. Because like in the U.S. you kind of say Happy New Year when like you see someone for the first time in the new year. But like I say it and Argentines laugh in my face. But but that's not fair because they're giving you like you're just giving them a dose of their own medicine because they love to be like, Oh, so that's the question I got to throw out. Yeah, I I said I think you say Feliz Año like the first quincena of January and then it's more just like. Then I transition it into like how like how was your Jane like okay. how's your how's it going? Thanks for that. Love you. You've I got been your through back. this a lot. I mean, I have been through it. I have survived many a holiday here. We luckily did. Also, we're just going to plug ourselves right now because obviously this is our world and you're living in it. <laughs> we did a fantastic Christmas holiday feast video where we took the bullet for all y'all and we ate pio nono vitel doné. Ensalada rusa, ensalada Waldorf, all before 10 a.m. and all sipping sidra. Oh my God, I'm like, it makes me want to no, throw No, actually, I didn't know it was going to be that bad. That food was awful. I mean, and not, I think that we, I mean, I'm so sorry to that Casa de Comida, but they, how are they still in business? You know, it was but rough. you know, they're just slinging cafe con leche and media luna. Matilda, right? Like mm-hmm. Matilde, I mean, Matilde Hector or something like that. I mean, God love them. I mean, they were the only ones who, like, I was trying to source the food for that video, and, like, they were the only ones who kind of gave me gave me bola because, like, I literally just went into their casa de comida every day. But the other hey. ones that I called were, like, no te puedo decir el precio de la carne de acá a las fiestas. And I was, like... <laughs> But like we're doing it in two weeks. It's for it's for like una producción. Like it's not it's not for las fiestas. But nobody could give me like a presupuesto yeah. because they were all like, I mean, here we are, TIA. This is Argentina. Like we don't know the prices. Of and also like they're like, meat. how many kilos do you want? And you're like, I don't want even half a kilo. I want a bite. <laughs> I want, like I want a, just a little tiny platito. That was and so that was. I mean, luckily. I don't know how it was for you, but my holiday experience, I mean, I was here, I was in, I was in town. Our food actually wasn't so bad. Cause I mean, it is kind of, okay. You know, people like, we like to give it a hard time. We like to complain about how gross it is, but it's not all, I mean, most people maybe even do just like an asado or like you have, I mean, it's never like fantastic. Even think of like in the U S at Thanksgiving, like 
some people make really gross dry turkey and have like weird like I mean so totally like we're not are known hate, for having like just, we're like, not weird hating food. on the dishes themselves because like I'm sure somebody's grandma makes like a vitel doné that is to die for but that was really gross no, it was like it was because I was hoping I was like maybe we're going to be pleasantly surprised and we're going to be eating these things that are like known for being kind of creepy and weird to like people who aren't from here and like maybe we'll be proven wrong. And it was like, no, we were totally a thousand percent right. We, I couldn't even finish anything that we ate. Remember that ensalada rusa with like the really hard potato? Yeah, like it was like ensalada rusa. Like how can you go wrong, right? It's basically like potato salad. It's delicious. Hard potatoes. And like, like what is up, guys? Yeah. Um, but I think, like, I, I think we were punked. So, uh, somebody watched the video and told me like not only did she eat those dishes, but she was transported from Buenos Aires to right. like a mono ambiente in Mar del Plata with those dishes in her in the car with okay. her. I like I need to get me a bucket someone <laughs> like I need a bucket and I need it now. Like Mar del Plata is also a whole other shebang. Fun fact, I've actually never been to Mar del Plata. <gasps> Mira. I've always remember we were going to go for the film festival. Remember our, that was oh, our plan yeah. and Gax Let's flip go, and move back yeah. to Australia. Like, if you're listening Gax, but also like what what's up Gax? Love you. Um, but like come back for the film festival. Yeah, like, so where'd I, you go? Yeah, where, where are you at? He's I'm with like, the koalas. When is he coming back? I think like we were just talking about this before we started actually recording, which was as usual, we have our best material offline. We're premature. Um, <laughs> precos. But uh, I swear it's the first time it's ever happened to me. But um, like what <laughs> is up with... Like, I can you imagine driving like seven hours in traffic down La Ruta Dos, like all the way to Mar del Plata, Mar del, and you get there and you've saved up with your family all year. You're going for your vacation. And then you literally just set up shop inside a carpa that doesn't have a view of the ocean. And if anything, all you're doing is looking at the carpa across the way at the other miserable family that's trapped together for this quincena. It's and an, it's just it's really a... a a Why? wonder of the world. I, I am so intrigued and perplexed by that. So I just think that from what I observe, like Argentines, they feel comfortable, like in close proximity to yeah. one another. Like, like they like to be animals. contenidos, like, and they, they like to just freaking be close to one another. I mean, we talked about this in one episode in season one about like the proprioception of Argentines, like just like literally rebotando around the ciudad, just like bouncing into one another. No personal space. No concept of personal just space. Like breathing on your so neck. So if that's your mojo, then like going to Mar del Plata and sitting in a hot tent, staring <laughs> at other people sitting in hot tents. I mean. Hey, whatever gets your, whatever... I don't even know whatever floats your, boat. floats your boat. I'm like I'm like whatever gets you off, which sounds inappropriate. But I mean, I it's either that though. I feel like it's like the typical. It's like La Costa, Córdoba, like La Sierra. Well, like, that I'm, I can get down with. No, that. that I'm fully into. But I feel like or it's like Vamos al Sur, and it's like road trip around the Sur. Like I feel like those are kind of the standard. Like so many people went to Bariloche. Everyone's just chilling out in Bariloche. I mean, it is so beautiful it's in gorge. the summer. I lived there. Yeah. Oh, you did. I was yeah such a. A weird, yeah. Woman. Well, it was like ten months, but I call it a year because it was obviously a year roundup. Um, but like <laughs> That's Bariloche how math works, in the right? summer, I I love Bariloche in the summer. I used to like force myself to jump into the lake every day because I was like YOLO. It's so invigorating. Yeah, it's cold. the lakes are still really cold. You Soup's gotta go to like tierras, like the smaller ones, the little baby lakes. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were there in November and it was pouring rain and Arctic winds, and I was like. 
<laughs> right. I also saw some of that, like people like wanting to go on their summer vacation and then just being in their Uniqlo jackets. So, oh my God, they love it. I mean, that's everywhere. Although, and then there's the, well, the ice skating rink at Rapa Nui in the downtown Centro Civico de no, Bariloche, which is it. kind of just depressing, but yeah, it really is. I'm getting way off topic. Help me here. St. Bernard's. Oh okay. my God. Anyway, so I want to talk about like, for people who maybe it was like their first time spending the holidays in in Argentina, like, you know, they maybe like have come to love Buenos Aires and like kind of like the the nightlife in the sense of like the the corner cervecerias that are like spilling yeah. out onto the streets and mm. all this stuff. And so like I love a good BA summer, but then all of a sudden like you maybe expect that to continue onto the fiestas and then like all of a sudden like you go out on New Year's Eve and Plaza Serrano is empty. Dead. It's like Plaza Cerrado. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm a comic genius. Yeah, it's like, it's so weird because they, it's such, they're such a social people. They love to juntarse espontaneos. Like everything is just so kind of happy-go-lucky. And then it's like holidays roll around. They're like, well, actually, you know what? Maybe we should just tone it down a bit. And there's like no spirit, no <laughs> vibe, no there's no like big celebration that kind of includes everyone or like it's just, yeah, or it's just so, any feeling of like festivity. It's so like, depressing. And you think maybe you're like, oh, okay, it's like the Macrisis, like we don't have like, there's no, and it's hot as hell. There's no like, you know, like Presupuesto? pine trees oh, yeah. and there's no like uh, festive lights. But then like, all right, let's see what's about to happen on New Year's Eve. And it's Plaza Cerrado. But everyone's just wearing all white. <laughs> Because if you aren't wearing white, it isn't New Year's Eve. Exactly. You have to be elegant. Bombacha Rosa, Bombacha which you Rosa. told me about that costumbre. I, I mean, that's a thing, right? Bombacha Rosa and Año Nuevo, that's supposed to be, bring good luck. I've never heard about it. I mean, maybe I just invented that, but I'm pretty sure that's a thing. Sounds like antiquado. Yeah, but like, I'm an old soul. <laughs> but I think... I don't know what the feministas would say about a bomba, But it could also Rosa. be, or like, it, also, it, it applies to all genders. I mean, Smart. it's like just where like, I mean, I don't know, but... Yeah, I don't, I, yeah it's, I don't really know where that even came from. Someone Google that and then send me a DM later. But I think... Also it, the dulce uvas. Well, yeah, you have to have the 12 grapes for like 12 wishes. It's kind of like in Brazil where you have to jump 12 waves or like seven waves Ooh, or something, which is so much more my vibe. I mean, I get that why a lot of people leave BA for New Year's and they go to Rio because it's just like so much more of a celebración. Mm. And like here, I mean, to be honest, yeah, because typically it's very hot and you're in your mono ambiente with like a aire that doesn't even work and... I don't know. I will like. I think it's a good plan is if you have a friend or someone who has like a house outside the city and you can like kind of camp out for a couple of days and do like pool asado and just kind of like have it be that vibe. But it's just so weird because it kind of feels like any other weekend. Like they, they do that so many other times. Yeah. Like I just wish there were more of a festive spirit, and it's not just because of the economic downturn because I've been here for however many thousands of years, and it's just like in general, I'm always just bummed. Yeah. Like, I'm just bummed out. Yeah. Like the. I kind of have this dialogue of like, but it's warm down here and like all this stuff. And then like when the actual like Christmas day is arriving, it's like the bum, the, it's bum, the bum factor sets in. You're just like, and everything's closed. So you're like, you know what? Okay. I, like I don't have work, like whatever, but like, let's make a big feast. And then like, you have to go to 12 different verdulerias to find whatever, like yeah. not even that exotic ingredient. You know. Yeah, you just everything has to be planned ahead. You have to pray you don't have a corte de luz because if you do, then you're <laughs> fucked. And like, I mean, I always just I just lean into it really like hard, and I just watch Little Women and cry. I watched I watch Home, Home Alone, Alone like three times. I was like texting. I was like, Home Alone is on. Put it on right now. And then like Love Actually, that's always on TV. And so I just 
I just like lean into that feeling and kind of just, it was actually this year, Christmas day was kind of, it was kind of fresquito. It wasn't actually that hot. So it was, it was better because the worst is it's a sunny day. It's hot, sunny, blue skies. Everything is closed. If you don't have a pool, you can't go to anyone else's pool because they're all hanging out with their family and like, they're probably not going to invite you. You can maybe hope for like a, like a Christmas orphan gathering, but like that doesn't always work. And so then you're just like, okay, well I guess I'll just like stare at the ceiling and like ho- wait for the sun to set. But it's like nine thirty PM and it's still light out. And you're just like, this was not how, like, this is not how baby Jesus intended it and to then, be. And then you're just watching people sipping eggnog on Instagram and you're like, I know. And oh. I know. And like, they're just, everyone's like cozy and they're like matching pajamas. And like this year, actually I almost I almost didn't even put up our tree we have like a you know, our little fake tree and because we weren't celebrating at the house and I was just like kifiaka like I don't, why am I even doing this and then I so I was like I'm not gonna put up the tree like fuck it but then I was like it, I started to get like really existential about it and I was like if I don't even do this like traditions are important yeah like, and so it's like I it's obviously not gonna be we don't have kids you know we don't I think you do a lot of the holiday stuff when you have a, it helps when you have like the next True. generation, you do all the stuff, the magic for like the young, the younger ones. But I was like, Josie, like, come on. Like, I, cause he was, he was just like, whatever. Okay. And I was like, but if we don't even put the tree up, then like, what, what's the point? I was like, what's the point of everything? Yeah. And then I got just like kind of super <laughs> deep and I was like, no, like, and I put it up and then I guess the hardest part is then, especially when it's a fake tree, once it's up, I was like, I don't want to take it down because it was just like so much work. So I was just, I left it up there to like January 10th. And I was like, well, it was 2019 and you were activando. I activate it. But like, yeah, I guess I just, I kind of, I want, I was like, maybe I should just be more proactive about making my own little traditions, even though understanding they're not going to be like what I was used to growing up. um, But at least something to kind of mark the season. I don't know. Absolutely. Yeah. I was like homeless this Christmas. So that was like adding insult to injury. You were, I mean, I was, there was no room at the inn. You were like, Mary. Oh my God. No wonder. Yeah. And now I'm, you do look good in blue. Reborn. (laughs) A nice blue, like tunic, tunic over my head. Um, but can have, I have a question for you. Have you ever been to a boliche on Christmas? Yes. Oh my God. Tell me everything. Oh my God. It's so bizarre. And like, cause I, when my sister was here, um, when she came to visit however many years ago before she was married and she was here for the holidays and yeah, we went out to, we went to crowbar. Why? I mean, I, I think I have just erased it from my brain <laughs> because I was just was like, why is anyone doing this? Like I get like, I, yeah, it's like, it's midnight. You like you're, you're with your family. You're with la tia, you're with el abuelo, you know, you it's midnight. So of course everyone just rips open their gifts without any which kind has, of ceremony. Which have no wrapping to begin with. Yeah. It's just like in the bag that the store came from. So it's like, right. I got you this. It's obviously from Chevar or like whatever. And you're like, thanks. Like there's zero thought put into the wrapping, which is just depressing to me also. And it's like, everyone's just furiously ripping open gifts at 12.01. And then it's like by 12.30, it's like, bueno, listo, chao. And then like people want to go out dancing. Like I just like, I kind of, maybe I'm being like an agua fiestas, but I feel like, cause in theory you're like, that's kind of cool. Like people, like they want to go out and like party, but like, why does it have to be a boliche where there's like just a lot of loud noises and cigarettes? Like, why can't we do maybe like a like a like a fogata or like a street party or yeah, something like where it's totally. like that like a block party. I love <sighs> a good BA summer block party. Oh my party. god, I love a block party moment. FIBA, shout out to FIBA. Oh my god, men on trampolines. Yes, and just like transmission oral. Um, <laughs> 
Oral. That, that, oh, that's what it was. Oh, that's what the um, that work of art that with just people making out all over the place was called. Which but literally is just every day in BA. Yeah. Like I love that. Um, Humping in but, the park. Yeah, I was I was like a Christmas orphan once with a family in Rosario, like a fam, you know, like a friend, mm-hmm. um, and I like you know for me the holidays is so much about just like just pigging out and eating a lot of food. Yeah. So I was just like it was. I mean it was Noche Buena and I just ate it crap ton of food and it was like coming around like two in the morning and at that point the girl who I was visiting her a bunch of her friends came over La previa. to to do the previa to go out to the boliche and I was like I, I just need to unbutton my pants and go to yeah. bed it's three in the morning like you're heading to the boliche like garrapiña is coming out of my ears <laughs> and now you're wanting me to go like dance to cumbia like no gracias like that's I just think it's I think it's for the youths at the young at heart also, because I guess there are some old boliche babes out there who just don't care if they're 45. They're still kicking it and hats off to you. Hats off. But yeah, it just, it's like, it's a very intense because it's usually, it's, it's hot. You've been with family all day, which is draining. You've eaten tons of random food, lots of mayo, lots of meat, you know, sidra or whatever. Ugh. And like, and then it's like, then you have to go out and like, you know, yeah, I, I just, I feel like that's a very bold like cultural custom to be Bold like. Bold move. And then it's like, I mean, I guess if I were like at the beach, if I'm like in Uruguay, yeah, it's like you're chill. And then it's like you wait for the sun to come up. I can see that. But like in the context of like the urban concrete jungle that is Buenos Aires, like I just feel like put me to bed, put me tuck to bed, me in. And then I want to wake up and with snow and Santa. <sighs> I want Santa. Um, all right. So enough bitching, yeah. right? I think, I yeah. think the Everyone's reason like, it's, it's April. Like, I think the reason that we're bitching is because, or, or, you know, I think that we can come back around to the fact that it all has to do with the greater cosmos. It, when my life is going well, I never think to thank the stars as I'm like, it's all me. But when shit gets bad, I'm like, what planet is up in, in my retrograde? Right now? Seriously. Right? So in season two, we're coming back with our Blame the Moon segment. It's a fish because you're my bruja. I'm the bruja. I'm the you expert bruja. Guide so me. This is a part of the episode where we blame all of our frustrations on astrology. Yes. So Mars is in Sagittarius from January 3rd to February 16th. Okay. With, wow. With a Sagittarius Mars, our actions are motivated by our ideals. Ideals not to work at all during the summertime. Yeah, zero. I'm getting zero done. Lo vemos después. Lo, lo vemos después de verano. So we're bothered by routine. You know the one. You get up, you hose off your sidewalk, you take the dog out, you let the dog shit on the sidewalk, mm. and you don't pick it up. Because also, hot dog poop is the best smell of summer if you're a porteño. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So we quickly become restless if we feel confined. Or maybe we just feel confined because it's twenty. It's 42 degrees Celsius. We live in a mono ambiente, and we drive a Fiat 500. Ay, fitito. I mean... Yeah, I'm feeling the walls are closing in on me right now as we spark. <laughs> we have a love of adventure and a conque- and of conquest. This Ooh. is the position of wanderlust. Ooh, so maybe I'll go to like Zona Norte this weekend and like, right. like, like let's go skydiving in Lobos. Me, me voy al Delta. <laughs> I just every time I think of the Delta, I just think of like mosquitoes. Which is like it's beautiful, I know, but like, I just think of like lots of people on a lancha and then like mosquitoes. It's it's wild in the Delta, but I do love it. Yeah. So we start projects or challenges with gusto. Although we may tend to abandon them rather quickly. Retomando. <laughs> I'm right. I abandon and then I retomar. I'm like, estoy retomando el running. Just like I all did. the sidewalk repairs happening around the city. Oh my God, la reta. La what concha, is la lora. going on? So, so many yellow 
barricades just and then, everywhere. And, and like oftentimes it's like around like a big deep hole and it's like, all right, thanks for saving my life. And then sometimes it's just sitting there without being broken down, taking yeah. up 75% of the sidewalk. Oh my God. So to wrap this up, this may be, co- be because Mars is in Sagittarius and we have set our sights too high. So uh. continue to aim low, people. Yes. Never be disappointed. Aim low. Even if it doesn't work out, you're like, well, that's what I thought anyway. And then you're like, I'll just go back to my mon ambiente and like, no. you're like, because everyone starts like January 1st, like. 2020 será mi año. And then like on like January 31st, it's like, ya estoy harto, ya estoy harto. It's like, maybe better luck next time. So, you know, when shit gets rough in these next few days, weeks, just blame it on Mars and Sagittarius. Just blame the moon. Seriously, like Mars, get a job. Like <laughs> do something productive with your time. I literally can barely get out of the house in the morning because it's just too hot to be alive. And like, you know, and you just wake up and like you turn off the AC and then like that time between you turn off the AC and then like you go take a shower or whatever. And then like the bathroom is like its own little just sauna, sauna. moment. Yeah. And you're like, I will never feel clean again. Yeah, like, I no. mean, I guess it's kind of nice because it's like you take five like cold showers a day. You just kind of like rinse off. Wim Hof style. Like, but the, uh, but the other day when I went to my stupid meeting in Polaris, it was a great meeting, but like stupidly timed meeting. And I was wearing jeans because... You're dumb. I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> and I get home and like, you know, you're just, your body just like swells. And so I could barely get my jeans off, which was like so embarrassing to watch. And then so I was just like in tanga and I was like, I need to water the plants. And I was like, fuck this. Fuck so I just it. went out on the balcony and I was like regando. And I was like, this is my life now. Me like chupa todo un huevo. Un huevo mal. And I was just like, there's an office like on the, on the, and I was just like, these people are working, and I'm just like half nude. Ecom bikini. And I and I was like, you know what? I fucking still got it. Like yeah, I don't too, care. Girl. And so I was just like, I was regando. I was trying to get the all the spider webs off because so many spiders on this my balcony. City really like is just a humedal wetlands jungle at it's heart. A, it's a swamp. It's a swamp. I land. mean, I guess that's why I have this weird affinity because it's like DC was also built Swampy. on a swamp. Yep. And so interesting. It's, I think that there's something we could explore there. There's definitely something DC about like Libertador, like Arcorta with all the monumentos. I always feel very embassies. like oh what's the House of Cards song? How does it go? Oh, I can't remember. Let's but, insert that here. Yeah. Pause. Pablo, <laughs> get on it. Get on it. No, I. but like, it's literally that. You, and when you're like zooming down in like a taxi at night and you're like, I'm on my way to like an important thing. And you're like, oh, I'm just going to walk the dog. <sighs> I'm Robin Wright running in all black. Oh my God, she streets. Her hair just does things to me. She's mm. great. So one, one thing that I was impressed with this year, and I don't know, maybe you can tell me what, do you think it was Macrisis? Do you think it was like just conciencia the whole like fireworks like uh, oh yeah that, that that was one thing i was super happy about because as a dog mom and just slash generally conscious citizen of other people and their right to enjoy themselves without ear damage this year there was zero pyrotechnia like there were no fireworks so typically at midnight on both christmas eve and new year's eve everyone just starts jacking up the fuegos artificiales which is so funny to me because at first I was like wow people because like in the US on 4th of July people buy fireworks but not like professional grade like here they sell you like industrial strength for like your patio and it's like you're like it's so ridiculous but this year on Christmas Eve in Belgrano there was not one 
fuego. Like I did not hear, not even one far off. And I was so happy because Pocho was chilling. He didn't have to like, you know, go into his panic mode and like cry under a table and like start trembling and drooling weird, but... (laughs) animals oh. then they on the babies oh god no i saw like a video it's of like a-, a dog having a seizure yeah the- i mean like dogs die and i think that i think it's been a mix of like better awareness like all of these um animal rescue groups and ngos and stuff to have do a big push to tell people like please don't whatever it's not not just for the animals but also for like you know kids on the spectrum and like babies and older anyone i mean it hurts the birds like everyone gets freaked out by it and so that was for a huge bit for me but i also think that yeah i mean like we're all flipping poor so like if you're gonna spend money and if you like si te sobra plata, like you're not gonna spend it on fireworks maybe just buy alcohol i think that most people just like gastaron chupi i think a lot of people didn't buy buy it because it just they didn't have the budget yeah and exactly. so at new year's there was a little bit more i mean i live near uh the visha 31 mm-hmm. and they were flipping lighting shit up though yeah. i mean like everywhere else i thought was really quiet but like i'm from my house i could see it and they had a, quite the show going so hey i guess you always can find a way to Celebrar. Set shit on fire. But I was, yeah, I think it was, it was, it was, it was a relief. And I feel like a lot of my friends that we spoke, like I spoke to about it, they were like, yeah, it was great. Like it was much chiller. This it was year. super chill. So, I mean, which I'm all about on one hand, but it was like that, that was kind of like the one thing that I was like, okay, yeah, we don't have Christmas spirit. You know, like I'm, mm. I'm like surrounded by a lot of people who are, um, like maybe new to the city mm. or just getting to know the city. I'm like, but it is fun because there's like fireworks at midnight. And then it was like, not even that. Creak, creak, like little crickets. Yeah. I, I mean, I, in theory, am a huge fireworks fan. Like I love, I love it. But then I just don't, I mean, I don't remember when growing up, like our dogs ever suffering from the fireworks on 4th of July or anything, but maybe yeah. because they were always like, done at like a big park like they're elsewhere controlled. They're, they're controlled yeah. it's not like everyone's just on their flipping roof just like throwing shit off and being like hey facu el petardo like <laughs> that kind of shit like it's just and so and it, I mean I've suffered through it with dogs and it's just like Fuck. yeah and like so, so many dogs get lost like you see so many dogs like the days after Christmas that are lost because they escape because and so it's kind of like you know what like I just feel like I, I like a sparkler. I like a like a like a noiseless. Like I love a sparkly moment mm, of like yeah, celebration. Sure. But I just feel like I mean I've gotten to that point where I'm like I'm the agua fiestas. I'm like fuck your pirotecnia. Agua fiestas. I hadn't heard of that. Party pooper. Everybody has a pooper. pooper that's, that's why, why we, we invited, invited you. you. Party pooper. Party pooper. Every party has a poop. Okay. Agua fiestas. Okay. Or just like fun sponge. I also like saying fun, fun sponge. sponge. That's a good one. Yeah, because you just suck it all up out of the room. Like mm. yeah, you just come in. And you're like. But there was a a friend of a friend of ours in college, and his girlfriend was referred to as the fun sponge. Oof, Sorry, girl, I don't even remember good. what her real name was, and I don't even know who it was. But just like a Debbie Downer, yeah, that a kind wet of just blanket, wet blanket. I just th- also, but wouldn't you love a wet blanket right now? <laughs> I'd love a weighted wet blanket. Oh my god, I just on the days when it gets really hot, I I just put an ice pack on my head. And then I just and a good sweat towel. You taught me about a good sweat towel. Well, I learned. I'm surprised that this hasn't been a bigger business opportunity in Argentina because when we were in Japan, Tokyo is also extremely humid, and we were there in September, which is like technically fall, but it was like really, really hot still. And God love them. I mean, Japan is just superior in so many ways. Like, take me back. But um, we were on the subway and. It's technically fall, but it was really, really hot outside. But everyone was like committed to like fall dressing, kind of like here. <laughs> like even though it's like not cold, they were like a fur vest. And so there were women and men in like, you know, 
flannel and like all very like autumnal attire, heavy clothes. But I was like, I'm about to pass out. And I have like Wool sweat tights. through everything. Right. And they're, and I'm like, and they just all look perfect and they're, they're, they're glowing, but they aren't shiny or greasy. And I was like, what is this magic and how can I get involved? And then I started observing and everyone has the most dainty and perfect little personal like sweat towel. Like it's always with the cute design. So cute. super absorbent and they just have it folded up and they just lightly dab on their sweat mustache, which is like my favorite space, mm-hmm. or like back of the neck mm-hmm. and just it always. And so it just keeps them in check. Yeah. And it's like, there you go. And so I literally bought like 20 of them, obviously. I'm a big fan of like also just like spray. I'm, I kind of do the opposite. Yeah, I, I water yourself. myself down. I water myself. I wet myself. <laughs> I need to just I, I need to just dab and be like constantly in control because if I just if I spritz, I I, I fits. Some you schwitz schwitz more. I yeah, schwitz. just. Oh man. But that I was like, this is a perfect. Like we need to have like a sweat rag, like a pan, a pañuelo porteño, antri transpirar sasan. We need to think that could be. Let's put a pin in that. Yep. Okay. And we'll, Leave let's it. just. We can have like a, like brand it. We can have like merch. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I think we should have I'm a, a picture right of now. me with my mullet haircut. Oh my god. On that sweat towel. Back bangs. With the hashtag the- never forget. <laughs> Also, I mean, maybe, and maybe the mullet also serves a purpose of like, keep, maybe it's like a circulation of air. It keeps you cool. Interesting. Definitely like the half shave or it's the under shave is definitely going to cut down on that. I mean, my hair becomes just really an ex. Uh, an extra like factor for the heat. You the like heat. really lean into like I have had the same haircut for the past twenty five thousand years. But like I was on the train the other day and I saw a woman who had had the side shave mm. and it was growing in and I was just like. No one talks about this part. No one talks about growing in a side shave. You have to wear your hair down all the time. Yes. Um, luckily, I have a lot of hair, so it, like people couldn't even really tell. And then when it got to a certain length, I just cut it all off. Yeah, it's like you. Yeah, it's. I just cut it all. By the same. Yeah. Yeah. Carré. But that was a bad haircut too. And then I found a chick who like knew that. Okay, you have a lot of hair. I need to thin your hair. Rebajar. Can we get more people who know how to thin your hair? Yeah. Because that would be this is a big main. That's like another empire. We should have a whole segment where we just think of million dollar ideas and then have <laughs> people just like fund us. Like literally, well, I'm just totally off topic, but I'm reading Bad Blood, the the story about Theranos. Maybe now we got bad blood. I like pretend that I'm a singer and it's really bad. Something about being in front of this mic just makes me. I just want to be like nah, 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 nah. Anyway, so I'm reading the story about Theranos. I'd already listened to the podcast and. But, like, I am continually in shock at, like, people throw millions of dollars at ideas that have zero, like, foundation. So, like, we already have great ideas that yeah. are so much more feasible. Like, why aren't we, we making just, millions of dollars? Because we live in a third world country. But, like, even better, like, let's fucking go to Silicon Valley and be like, yo, bros, like, give me some of that cash. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. And then just, like, make a sweat towel. I don't okay. know. Next opera, next production is just like Shark Tank, but it's just us <gasps> oh pitching god. Silicon Valley. I want to. Oh my god! Can someone like? Can someone please make this happen? And it's called Bad Blood. It's. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> bad information, blood, but no bad sharks. Okay. I don't even know. We're, clearly, okay. I think I have. We, we're we're. Someone please just we pull the plug. We reached our limit. It's thing. like. <laughs> we're, pull this fucking plug. Like my caffeine is worn off. Yeah. My like adrenaline has just. Hit, Died and it's just like Paige, please show yourself out. <laughs> like it's like the like Pablo's like guys. Uh, I'm bored. He's like I haven't been recording this at all. <laughs> 
He's like, oh, this wasn't the um, like rehearsal. It's like it's like, oh, whoops, just that. And it's like, okay, well, you know what? I thought they were ensayando. Yeah. Garson, check please. Cerrame la ocho, eh? Listo, ya está. So yeah, I think we're. I think I'm gonna go find a pool. Okay, can we can we work on that? Can yeah. like can someone can someone like get us a pileta up in I'm here? I'm just gonna go lay on the floor in front of the AC. Oh my god, that's the best feeling. Put yep. the ice pack like on my crotch too. Mm. Mm, just gotta cool down all the hot points. <laughs> I'm Your undercarriage. Oh, my undercarriage is on fire. It's literally like its own ecosystem. <laughs> <laughs> it's its own humedad. No one talks about that. <laughs> I mean, I think everyone does. actually watch the goop. Have you watched goop? I okay. can't. I can't, I mean, I yeah, you can't. can't. I know, I know. A lot of people can't handle Gwyneth, but I'm liking it. Hey, okay, here I like that she's just kind of like fully leaning into her just like ridiculousness, but yeah. I do think it's dangerous, and I do to to, and I think it's manipulative to just convince white women that they need to like spend more money on things that are like dubious in terms of science. And I think that like, I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's. I can't consume it ironically yet. Oh. I like that. Uh, Slow like, cap. No, I'm giving you an applause, a round of applause because, yeah, white I, women don't need to spend more money. And I just think it's like is this weird kind of like uh, like scheme. To, I, I, I don't know. I just think like who is it serving in the end? And again, if anything, we should be working to get women to be taken seriously by more traditional like means of medicine, not necessarily just Western, but like why should like they should be listened to by actual experts rather than like having to turn to some like alternate place where they'd like think that putting a jade egg in their vagina yeah. is going to like make their life better. But, but you'll get to know your undercarriage in episode three. Okay. Is it steaming the badge? <laughs> Something like that. I mean, no, it's, well, I, thought, until you I thought it was great. It was, it's like the Betty Dodson method for orgasming. Oh, Shen though. We're on that in episode two. Ooh, yes. Oh my God. Book me a Taylor. I'll be right back. Um, I'm cutting us off because clearly now I have to go Google Betty and what she's got going on. So it's just time to say goodbye. Um, well, bad information. Now we're being recorded in Villa Crisp. So like, look at us just getting super hipster. Um, it's hosted by me, obviously, Pagina Nicoles and me, Caro Does Yoga. Oh, yeah. Look us up. Arroba La Panza. Arroba Caro Does Yoga. And arroba bad.info. Follow us on Instagram, bitches. We are there. We are connecting. We are with you. We know how to use memes and stickers and like maybe one of those weird filters that like has emojis coming out of your mouth. Like, yeah, I got to download those. We got, so, oh my God, there's so many good ones. <gasps> I have so many ideas. Yeah, okay, so what I'm a Disney character are you? Oh, <laughs> no, actually, I didn't even do that one, but I got what punk band am I? I was bad religion, which was obviously the best moment of my entire bad fucking life. Bad information. Bad information. Um, so, all right, guys, we'll be back. Maybe después de la quincena. Yeah, you tell me. Después de vamos. Claro. Ahora voy para allá. Ahora vamos. So, I mean, I guess this is just until next time. Bye. Bye.